Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. Journey with me as I go down various rabbit holes to explore the best Plan B options for you. This episode is brought to you by On Call Capital. On Call Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. On Call Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes, you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. And now on with the show. Welcome to the rabbit hole on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. And throughout my journey in finding a Plan B, I've gone down numerous rabbit holes to figure out which ones work for me. And since I've done some of this research already, I only think it's right to bring that information to fellow healthcare professionals to help aid in your search. As always, it's important for you, the listener, to do your own research and form your own opinions. Everyone's situation is unique, and a Plan B that works for one CRNA doesn't always work for another. Self-awareness is the key in any decision you make, since you must have an accurate grasp of your own strengths, weaknesses, and goals. Today's topic is one that I've grown increasingly interested in because I'm starting to see them everywhere you look online. Our rabbit hole of the day is dun 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 online courses. We are living in a golden age of information with nearly the whole of human knowledge at our beck and call. There has never been a time like today where you can learn practically anything that you want to learn just by searching online. This thirst for knowledge along with increasing internet, mobile, and smartphone usage, has created significant demand for online courses. The global e-learning market was worth $215 billion in 2021, and it's expected to grow to $645 billion by 2030, with a compound annual growth rate of 13% during that time. The North American market is the largest of the regional markets, expecting to reach a value of $76 billion by 2030. Older and younger learners are investing in education and lifelong learning. Online courses have stepped in to fill in the knowledge gaps, giving people the comfort and flexibility of learning at their own pace, whenever and wherever they want to. And with so much demand, the question remains, who is actually filling that demand? And as it turns out, entrepreneurs and subject matter experts from all over the world are creating these courses and profiting from them. Sure, many organizations create free courses to provide training to customers, but many others sell online courses as their primary business model and source of revenue. Keep in mind that the results are varied here. I mean, one example that I have is someone who created a single course on the website Udemy. They created $20,000 in profit over four years. Udemy took a large portion of the profits, but the creator didn't do much of anything after the initial course creation, making it largely passive income. Another person I found generated over $500,000 in three years for her course by doing more of the work herself, personally interacting with clients and building her brand. So how can you begin to create your own online course for profit? Well, the first thing to understand is, by itself, an online course isn't actually a business. 
creating your course is just one part of building your business. It is your product, but it is but one of many components necessary for a typical online course business. So what I want to do today is go over the steps you should take to begin your own online course business. Funny enough, creating the online course is actually phase five out of seven. And I think you'll see why as I go through them. Number one, decide what to teach. What topic are you expert enough in to teach to others? Remember that to be an expert, you just have to know more about the topic you're teaching than the audience you're teaching to. Between your combinations of life and professional experiences, you may have several topics that you know enough about to create a course on. It helps to identify two to three topics where your interests, skills, and achievements overlap. For example, let's say you enjoy real estate, you're good at renovating homes, and you've made money flipping homes on the side. How to flip houses is a viable topic to consider teaching to others. Once you've identified your topic, you'll want to identify your target audience. If you try to create a course that appeals to everyone, you'll likely create a course that appeals to no one. And the more specific your topic, the more desirable it is for a specific audience. Just think about how valuable an aesthetics class is for nurses who want to have their own med spa business. No, a plumber's not going to watch that class, but a lot of nurse practitioners will find real value there. On to number two, validate market demand. You do not want to spend several weeks or even months creating an online course that there is no demand for. The first part of this is to research your competition. If there are several instructors teaching your topic to others, that may still be all right because competition is proof of market demand. If there's no competition, that can mean one of two things. There is demand and no one is serving that market yet, which is rare, but there is value in being a first mover. Or there's no actual demand and you should probably pick a different topic. How can you make sure there is demand then? By directly asking your target audience what they want to learn. If you have a list of email subscribers, followers, or groups on social media, or past or existing clients, you can ask open-ended questions directly, conduct surveys, or have chats with individuals. Ideally, it would be nice to have a topic that there is demand for, proven by competing products and services, but nothing that is for your specific target audience. Take a subject like Facebook marketing. There are a ton of those courses out there. But are there any courses about Facebook marketing strategies to get more med spa clients? I don't know because I haven't actually looked, but you get my point here. On to number three, Com uh, create a compelling brand. Keep in mind here that branding is about positioning. So you have to think about how you want to be positioned in your particular industry. Your brand should position you as the go-to expert on your topic. You should be seen as an expert and trusted authority on your topic, or very few people will buy your course no matter how good it is. Again, you'll want to build a brand that appeals to your specific target audience. And this includes identifying your unique value proposition by answering the following questions. Who do you help? What do you help them do? Why is that beneficial for them? And when you answer those questions, you can tie them together into a single sentence, such as, I am an insurance and Medicare slash Medicaid expert who teaches independent nurse practitioners how to navigate medical reimbursement for better profits. With good branding, I could become the go-to person for nurse practitioners looking to move into solo practice or negotiate payments contracts. On to number four, build your audience. 
Who is your audience? That's all of the people with whom you have the ability to communicate through various channels, such as social media, blogs, personal networks, or email lists. It takes time to build this audience, and you can do it in a myriad of ways. Social media, content marketing, publicity, professional networking, public speaking, the list goes on and on. And yes, size matters here, but keep in mind that size isn't everything. In fact, what's more important is the relationship that you build with that audience. And this brings me to the investor triad, also known as the know, like, and trust factor. The concept is pretty basic, representing the journey that your potential audience makes with you and your professional brand. They have to first know who you are. They've heard of you, they are aware of your services, and that you are qualified to deliver those services. Then they need to determine whether they like what they've discovered, that you are someone they connect with, and you can meet their needs. Finally, once they know and like you, trust can develop as they decide that you are an honest, dependable company to rely upon. Marketing yourself, presenting with authenticity, creating value, often for free, and showing consistency and reliability all go a long way to building this esteem. And once a customer knows, likes, and trusts you, then they are more likely to opt in for your online courses. Number five, here we are. It's time to create your online course. Yep, we made it, guys. And while this can be very exciting, it can be very time-consuming as well. But regardless of whether you take weeks, months, or a single weekend, you will likely have to follow a sequence of steps. Number one, choose your course title and subtitle. Number two, create a lesson plan. Number three, choose your lesson types, audio, video, text, etc. Number four, create and record your lesson content. Number five, edit your lesson content. Number six, set up your course website. Seven, choose a price for your course. Eight, create assignments, worksheets, quizzes, and or discussion boards for students. Nine, customize welcome and completion emails for students. And finally, 10, create a sales page for your course. And this probably sounds pretty daunting, but there are several resources out there to help you along if you've never done this before. I mentioned the Udemy website. They have tools to help you create your course with an instructor dashboard and curriculum pages to keep you organized. They don't charge you for creating and hosting a course on their site, but they take varying revenue shares depending on specific sales transactions. And Side Hustle Nation actually has a specific launch strategy for the Udemy website that will be linked in the show notes. LearnWorlds.com is another website that has tools to help you build your course, create an online school, build a mobile app, and market and sell your courses. Their plans start at $24 a month, going up to $249 a month. Teachable.com works similarly with a free plan available and then others that go up to $249 a month as well. Course Lifestyle actually has free live training and Q&A for setting up your online school on Teachable. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention a fellow CRNA and guest of the show, Jason DePratt. He has several different courses that he has created over the years, but he has an actual course creator academy that teaches you how to create and sell your own courses. And while it's currently closed for enrollment, it has received great reviews and is worth keeping your eye on. There are a couple of other things to keep in mind when you start creating your online course. First is the idea of a minimum viable product. This concept simply means that you don't have to build out 
every single thing all at once before you launch, but you simply have to create a course that has sufficient features to satisfy early adopters. Think about when you moved into your first home. You had to make sure you had the basics, right? Pots, pans, dishes, silverware, table and chairs, couch and TV, a bed with linens, and basic hygiene and cleaning supplies. Over time, you added pictures to the wall, cabinets and bookshelves that you could fill. Maybe you bought some free weights and a treadmill. The point is that you don't have to have everything perfect ahead of time for the course to have value to your audience. You can take feedback along the way, adding more features and making revisions over time. But in the beginning, done is better than perfect. And secondly is the idea that course length doesn't equal course value. Remember that you're trying to help your clients get from point A to point B as quickly and efficiently as possible. Don't make the mistake of trying to teach everything you know about your topic in a single course. This will take a long time to create and will likely overwhelm your students. And remember, you can test all this stuff out with a soft open or beta launch, where you release the course to a small test group first before opening it up to everyone else. Moving on to number six, focusing on customer success. Now it's time for you to deliver on the promise you've made to students. When someone purchases your online course, this has to be the beginning of your relationship with them, not the end. They should be so happy with your training that they want to purchase additional courses from you in the future. Hence, another reason why you don't necessarily want to put everything you know into a single course. You can increase engagement and retention through recognition for achieving specific milestones, providing one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, hosting a discussion board, and utilizing different media types and small bite-sized lessons to break up the content and appeal to different learning styles. Number seven. Scale your business. If your online courses are getting rave reviews, then you are already a success. But depending on your overall goals, it may be time to shift from working in your business to working on it by creating systems to hire people like virtual assistants to automate repetitive tasks. The goal is to free you up to spend more time building your network, creating sales funnels, and creating additional courses and services to sell. All right, gang. This is the part of the show where I typically go into pros and cons. However, because there are several different routes you can take with how you set up your online course business, I'm just going to point out a few other things that you should probably consider before getting started. First, after the initial time that you spend creating your online course, you control how active or passive you want this to be. We mentioned being able to upload a course onto sites like Udemy where you don't have to do much to keep up and you can largely just earn passive income. Or you have your own platform and sell to your own list of clients that you've built. It's your choice. This can also affect your overall profits as you can take 100% of those when you run it all by yourself. If you partner with a website to do it passively, you will probably charge much less and lose half of your profits or more on top of that. Next, just because you've never created an online course before doesn't mean you aren't qualified. There are plenty of websites like Teachable that can help you create a great online course. And it doesn't have to be a large course either. Udemy suggests courses around two to three hours, but they accept anything that's at least 30 minutes long. Next, if you're going to go the more active route, then creating a brand and cultivating a list of inter interested buyers are incredibly important. Luckily, it doesn't take that many buyers to get off the ground. 
if you have a $250 course, then you only need one sale per week to get to $1,000 per month. And that's not bad for a side gig. And finally, there are no guarantees in this business. You may create a course that no one is interested in, meaning you spent all of that time just to make very little money. However, this is why I suggest beta testing the first few modules of any course that you're creating with potential clients. Overall, this is a flexible type of side hustle that you can fit to your lifestyle and your desired income levels. You get out of it what you put into it. Make sure you check out the show notes for plenty of links, and you can also check out the following books. How to Create an Online Course, The Beginner's Guide to Grow a Profitable Online Learning Business, Learn How to Make Money by Teaching and Selling Your Online Class by Robert Musk. He shares his own personal stories of success and many references to top educational sites. And then uh, the next book is Leading the Learning Revolution, The Expert's Guide to Capitalizing on the Exploding Lifelong Education Market by Jeff Cobb. He shares personal insights into the direction of online course creation and market trends, as well as how to spot opportunities to use your expertise by listening to what people need in your market. And there are also YouTube videos out there that can walk you through the process as well. And these range from about five to 20 minutes in length. And that's going to do it for the show. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. This show only grows because of you. So make sure you share it with a friend, family member, or colleague to help them on their own passive income journey. I also want to hear from you. If you have a question, comment, or rabbit hole topic that you'd like me to cover in an upcoming show, just put it in your review of the podcast. I check those all the time, and I'll cover those questions in future episodes. If you'd like to know more about me and gain access to passive investment opportunities, make sure to find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or visit my website at www.oncallinvestments.com. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Until next time, be safe and take care of each other out there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.